0: I knew what my audience was, and then I knew I wanted to grow my audience. So I looked for where are the strategic places to go in order to grow that audience. And then I went there, not empty handed, and not asking for money. I went there giving them something that they could just send off. Because the very, the first point for me as I was starting this whole thing is, well, I kind of wanted to grow it. I want more people to listen. And and that's the route that I went to kind of achieve that that goal. I used that, that strategy. And then that kind of led to them saying, oh, hey, we'll give you some money. That sounds great. Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for and by podcasters. We interview podcasters for the real scoop on podcasting. Whether you're thinking about starting a podcast or have been podcasting for years, you'll find lots of inspiration, valuable lessons, and tips in our interviews. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Please visit podbean.com, the home for podcasters.
1: Hey there, Pod Pals. On this episode of Podcasting Smarter, we are being joined by Justin Herman, host of the Controlled Chaos Podcast, a junior high youth ministry podcast. Thanks for joining me today, Justin. Welcome to Podcasting Smarter.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. This is a real big honor. I'm really excited about this. So this is, I'm pumped and thank you and this is gonna be great
1: yeah I, I'm excited to talk to you as well um now so because you have a church-centric podcast I think our first segment is very appropriate because we are going to share some podcasting confessions to the Ooh. pod God that is out there I, what is I know that is that offensive is. to you Justin <laughs> no no
0: you know there's there's one God out there and I'm sure he loved podcasts so it's perfect
1: oh yeah. Any, any, yeah, a, a God has to, any God has, worth his yeah. weight has yeah, got what to do with God all that time. You know? it's, it's,
0: yeah, he gets bored up there sometimes. He has got, got to listen to something. So hopefully mm-hmm. he listens to mine.
1: Well, they're supposed to be really, you know, God is supposed to be a really good listener. So listening to podcasts should come very naturally.
0: Very true. Right. Very,
1: very true. Very true. So you're the guest, Justin. So I'm going to let you go first. What podcast confession would you like to get off your chest today?
0: I am notorious for checking uh, my ratings and reviews on iTunes. I'm I do it too much. I look at other people's and compare which any church going person will tell you comparison is never a good thing and it breeds envy and all this other stuff and all that is true but it is my like guilty thing that I do I'll check mine often see where I'm at see where other people are at see what pe- the people are saying in these comments and uh, and if I don't like one I'll, I'll actually put time into tracking these people down to to ask them what they why they said that why they didn't like it or, or something very unhealthy terrible but it's my confession I do it
1: <laughs> Wow Justin that's that's a big one. That is yeah, really, really yeah. bad.
0: Don't tell people. This is like between you and me.
1: It's our secret. Well, Perfect. I'm gonna try to <laughs> I don't think you're alone. I think there are a lot of people obsessing over their stats just like you. And I don't know that there's any cure other than abstinence from your <laughs> stats dashboards. Ooh. So I know that's <laughs> it's painful. I feel like I'm kind of stuck and I'm done for. You might you might have to take a break. All right. I have Mm, two two confessions I need to get off my chest
0: okay the first I'm I'm is I, I took
1: I took a bribe I took a bribe you were part of this Justin I took a bribe oh. uh, you reached out to me through Twitter and
0: mm-hmm. you
1: offered to mail me some controlled chaos stickers and I got this variety of stickers in the mail Yes. chaos nation sticker, a sticker mm-hmm. with your face on it and then yeah. a, st- a couple stickers with your logo along with a nice card in which mm-hmm. you, you know, were very sweet and said I hope you enjoy these stickers and I would love to be a guest on podcasting smarter. And I took that bribe and I stuck those stickers on things and <sighs> I contacted you and immediately booked you on podcasting smarter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is this is great. This, this doesn't sound like a confection. This sounds like a great scenario. This sounds like a great chain of events that worked perfectly in in my favor. This is wonderful.
1: Well, right, because I took your because I took your bribe, and it wasn't even it wasn't even cash. It was what maybe a couple bucks worth of stickers, and I I just took yeah. it and and booked it on the show. So well,
0: I'm happy you did. For such the right person, stickers more valuable than money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm like a 13-year-old girl with when it comes to stick, stickers. So, um if anyone needs my mailing address to send me anything to come on the show, you know, just email me, I'll be happy to to give that to you. Yeah, um, it works obviously. It's great. I, I, it works. Yeah. And then the second confession happened just a few minutes ago. We started the podcast and we were in the middle of our discussion and I said, Justin, I'm so sorry. We have to stop. And you said, why? And it was because I forgot to hit the record button.
0: Again, <laughs> that's very, it's that's not the first
1: true.
0: Time. Completely true. We I had, don't know what um, I'm going to learn. A, we had such a smart opening. It was so clever. There was so much laughter. And then we <laughs> lost it all. People will never be able to experience the joy of that.
1: Yeah, you can't you can't redo it exactly like it was the first time. So, anyway, it's a two for one episode where I have two confessions and Justin only had one. So, moving right along, Justin, now that we've gotten past the confessions, yes. when yes. and why did you start your podcast?
0: Well, that's a really great question, and I've actually talked about this on, on my podcast uh, maybe once or twice. But the, so here's the story: I worked at a church, a really really great church in Southern California called Mariners Church, and we did this thing called the daily read. Uh, daily read, uh, we did it through the course of the year. We'd have a, a, a Bible or a book, and it was kind of one thing or a chapter for you know a, a certain amount of time for over the course of the year. And we did these daily read recap videos every week to recap what we had read and different staff were in them. I I was in a bunch of them. And when we were looking at the next year, I was, you know, we were all talking about what we were going to do because we didn't want to do videos again. And I pitched the idea of doing a podcast, a a weekly podcast talking about what we read and going over it and the whole thing. And it got a lot of support early and a lot of people were down for it. And we kind of started pursuing things and it just got to the very top of the organization and they said, let's not do it. So, I was really bummed. Obviously, I want to do this, put a lot of work into a lot of planning. And my wife said, Well, why don't you do a podcast about junior high? I was the junior high pastor at this church. Why don't you do a podcast about junior high? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I had my own reasons for, for being unsure, but I talked to mentors, friends of mine, and they said, You should totally do it. And so I did it. I started, I grabbed a, a Yeti microphone and and uh, my computer, and I, I got my credit card, and got Podbean, and and started this whole thing rolling, and uh, and I haven't looked back since. So that's that's how I started it, and. Probably the why I started it is, you know, one, my wife said you should do it and you always listen to your wife. They're usually smarter than you are. And partly, uh, in part, I also looked across the spectrum of what was out there for youth ministry. So youth ministry, you know, working at a church, you're a volunteer at a church, you know, maybe you work in a parachurch organization like YMCA or Boys and Girls Clubs or, or you know, FCA or some, you know, thing that you're dealing with early adolescence. And there was nothing out there that was specific to junior high students that, that 11 to 14 age. And typically when I see this big void, I think I can fill it up with my ideas. And and so that's what I did. I started one that was junior high specific because there was nothing else out there. So that's, that's the reason why.
1: And that's a good reason. So is your audience I, – I, I listened to a couple episodes. So it was – it seemed in the episodes that I listened to – yeah, you're welcome. It was great. You got great energy. Um, I was unsure. It seemed like the audience were other – um, youth ministers, but is yeah. your audience also the junior high students?
0: No, definitely not the junior high students. We talk about the junior high students. We don't want them we don't want them listening to to the the secrets. That's like uh that's like being in a like listening to a podcast about magician tricks and being like the person <laughs> in the audience listening to it. And they're like, This is how you cut a woman in half. Like you don't want students listening to it. No, it's definitely made for staff members at churches who are doing junior high. It's meant for volunteers, you know, the the guy who's the lawyer or the car salesman or the stay-at-home mom or or you know the the banker who also gives their time at their local church or wherever. Ever, um, to, to work with junior high kids um, you know it's made for students who are in college you know I know there's a lot of colleges who listen their um, their youth ministry students or Christian ministry students listen um, and write papers and on what we talk about um, as like assignments Um you know, the there's like I said, parachurch organizations that listen to it. And really, anyone who's working with that junior high age range in any kind of church or spiritual setting. Um, but then we we filter in a bunch of leadership stuff. So really, anyone I think that's one of the, one of the reasons it's it's grown the way it has. Um, anyone who's kind of in the leadership. Sphere. While we kind of talk on a junior high slant with those guests, um, we're talking overall really good kind of quality leadership stuff, and that can work for anyone who's doing high school ministry or college ministry or really anyone who wants to grow in leadership, which is a a fun kind of dynamic of the show. Um, so, and that, that's kind of what we go after, and we kind of go after it pretty relentlessly.
1: Yeah, I got I got that from your show that 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 was your audience. The only reason I asked about the junior high students is because I was wondering when I was listening how you keep them from listening, like because I imagine they all you know are typical kids today and have their smartphones yeah. and could easily download and listen. And yeah, I, guess I was they just could. wondering if you I if, they, you I never if thought anyone of it. had.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know if any junior high students have. I, I think they'd be really bored if they did that. Probably because it's not. It's not as fun for them as it would be for the adults. But I mean, there's, there's nothing stopping a junior high kid from listening. And um, I guess if you you searched around for it, you'd probably stumble across it. So yeah, that's what I'd say.
1: Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear anything that was, you know, inappropriate that for them <laughs> no,
0: to no, listen no. to. But yeah, I was yeah. definitely not. You know, but you know, it's the tactics of how you do stuff. You know, I think every kid. Um, you know, every kid is not really sure of themselves, especially in junior high. You know, they're asking the question, you know, do you like me? And what one of the things they're really after is authenticity. And there could definitely feel like, you know, if I was a junior high kid and I was listening to a podcast. Coaching staff or helping staff understand how to create a ministry or an environment that answers that question for a kid, you know, do you like me? There'd probably be a little bit of feeling like, wait, th- wait, so does he really like me? Or is he just listening to this podcast to learn how to like me? And so it's not really authentic. Uh, and that's what a concrete thinking junior high kid would think. They think very black and white. Um, and that's probably one of the reasons I, I would say that, you know, I don't want junior hires listening to it because they're, they're, we're teaching youth workers the mechanics of how to do a healthy, a good youth ministry. And to, you know, again, for the kid, it kind of ruins the experience of, of the mechanics of how we go about making a junior high ministry. So yeah, that's what I would say.
1: Nice. That's a good answer. So tell me about your book and the other products that you have related to your podcast.
0: Yeah, so the the podcast is called Controlled Chaos because back in the early two thousands, there was a, a great guy named Kurt Johnston, who's my mentor, uh, who wrote a book called Controlled Chaos: Making Sense of of Junior High Ministry. And I read that book when I was in college. So I was graduating college, looking for my first job, and I got offered a, a job doing junior high ministry. And I read his book along with a couple other books, a guy named Mark Ostriker and Scott Rubin. Like these are like the Godfathers of Youth Ministry, and um, and I moved out to California where Kurt lives, um, believe it or not. And one of the first things I did was reach out to him to get together for coffee, and that started, you know, a, a nine year friendship that we've had since. So when I was looking for titles for my book or for the podcast, I mean, um, I reached out to some other friends to get suggestions, and one of the people suggested, well, you should call it Controlled Chaos. I was like, well, you know, that's kind of Kurt's thing. Like, I don't, don't want to, you know, use the name, you know, his name for the book and whatever. But I called him and I said, hey, I'm starting this podcast by junior high. Is it okay if I use the title Controlled Chaos? And he obviously gave his total blessing, was totally for it, and even said he'd be in a couple episodes. So that's what we did. That's what we got started. And the very first episode I did, I did with Kurt, actually. And we were probably... Oh, like twenty episodes in or twenty five episodes in, um, when Kurt texted me one morning and was like, "Hey, dude," because the podcast was going really good at that point. Um, it was off to a great start. He said, "Hey, why don't we?" Because um, the book had gone out of print. Why don't we do a rehab of the book, a revise, you know, do some revisions? You do it with me, and we'll release the book and we'll sell it and you know, control cast. And I said, "Let's definitely do it." I mean, your mentor invites you to, on a book project. In the field of your expertise, you know, you're going to jump on that immediately. And so that's what we did. We took the book, um, made some changes. I added a bunch of commentary throughout the entire book, published it through the youth cartel. Um, which is like a small Christian publishing company in San Diego. And uh, and then, you know, and we just kept going. And so now we have the book, people get that, you know, we obviously keep doing the podcast. Um, we're just launching a website with a blog and whatnot. It's kind of a soft start right now. We're doing a lot of the detail stuff and we'll have, you know, some resources up there and we'll have t-shirts and pins and, you know, swag and things. And it's just, you know, it's fun. It's youth ministry. So that's what I got.
1: Yeah. I thought I saw that you had some leadership guides available
0: yeah. The, yeah, the leadership guides, we have been doing leadership guides attached to uh, the episode, which has been a lot of fun. Um, we do our oh, episodes, okay. uh, control cast podcast. And then we had a guy and I think, I don't think we've done one in, I think we've taken the last couple episodes off cause he just had a kid. And so I have a team of people, they're all volunteers that I've kind of rallied around this, this vision for junior high ministry. And so this one particular dude, his only job With controlled chaos is taking our episodes. He gets them about a week early, and he'll do a discussion guide that we can then give to to church leaders that they can have their team members listen to the podcast and then we curate a discussion guide experience so that they can um, have discussion around the topics of the episode. Because typically we think podcasts like we listen to it on the way to work and you know maybe they say hey you should send this podcast to other people but you're like yeah I could or I could just kind of take these ideas and pass them off as my own and sound really smart and hope they don't listen to this podcast too. And I'm being completely sincere and some people probably think that. What I, what I think is I want as many people listening to my podcast as possible because I want to be famous. I want to be recognized. I want to be talking in a restaurant and someone say, oh my gosh, I know that voice. It must be Justin Herman from Controlled Chaos. I, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't really want that. Um, that, was just, that was just a terrible joke. Um, but what I do want is a lot of people listening to the podcast because I think it, it's valuable. I think it adds something to the conversation. So we started doing these discussion guides in order to tell youth workers listening, hey, we want you to send it to the people that you are interacting with, but we're actually gonna give you a resource to have discussion so that you can continue to be the hero, you continue to be the leader of the group. They may get ideas and discussions and tactics from us on the podcast, but you're the one who's actually gonna work through well, what does that mean in our junior high ministry? What does that mean in our parachurch organization? What does that mean for us and the people that we're working with? And because we have put a tool in the leader's hand to curate that discussion, it makes the podcast not just a podcast, but a, a resource resource, a training tool, uh, and we really love that aspect of uh, of Chaos Nation and and the people that are kind of doing what we're doing. We, we just love that.
1: I love it too. I think that is so impressive and really smart. It reminds me of when authors have a book club guide included with their book, or you yeah. know, it's on their website, so that mm-hmm. book clubs who get together and read their book have you know some intelligent questions to tackle in when they discuss the book. So, and I really like how it's engaging your audience with the content in an additional way. So it's not so passive, mm-hmm. and I can see a lot of podcasters doing something similar for their audiences: worksheets or um, other things that they could do that are just that something they produce as complimentary content that's interactive for their podcast. I haven't, I don't think I've met anyone that's done that on a per episode basis. Um, oh, yeah. And I guess at the end of so many episodes, you could collect all of those and turn it into a booklet um, for the binge listener <laughs> hey, you're probably, you're probably <laughs> Who's listening yeah, to all absolutely. your episodes at once. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like that. I think that's, Thank that's you. so smart. So have you been able to, oh, here's a two part question. Have you been sure. able to monetize your podcast in a way that, um, is satisfying? And yeah. is that monetization, um, does that go towards your mission or is this sort of a, do you consider this kind of a part time, uh, yeah. job or business? So-
0: that's is a really good question. Um, this is definitely like a like a side fun thing that I do. W- I want you to know when I started this, I started it for, for the same reason. I listened to one of your episodes actually, and maybe it was the episode that you were talking about um, that we, we we I pitched that I threw out an idea. Um, you asked for ideas at the very beginning of the year, it was one of the first episodes you, during the year, and there was some other guy on the episode with you, and he was talking about just the joy of doing podcasting, even if you only have you know a hundred listeners. Like that, those hundred people are getting mm-hmm. something out of it. So when I started doing the podcast. Yeah that really was my philosophy I, I just wanted to talk about junior high ministry at the, at the very beginning it was just going to be me on every episode just doing whatever and and i would have been totally content with that because i just wanted to do it then it started kind of like like snowballing a little bit like we you know i had the opportunity to have this guest on cuz i thought it would just be cool and then that guest hooked me up with another guest and that person was really really cool and then Kurt was willing. You know, my mentor was willing to do more episodes. And I mean, he's an absolute junior high ministry and you know, kind of leadership expert. And it, it all kind of spun. And then people, a lot of people were listening. And then someone came to me and was like, "Hey, can I advertise on your show? I'll give you X amount of dollars." And I was like, "Well, well, yeah, sure. I'd I'd, I'd love you to give me money. And, and what what do I have to do? I just have to mention you quickly on every episode." And they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, and we'll give you this much money." I was like. That sounds great. I'll, I'll totally do that. And then a, a second person came and said the exact same thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is great. And then I, I got hooked up with CIY. Um, Christ and Youth, they uh, came and uh, we started a conversation about them being our podcast partners. So that it wasn't a monetary thing. Um, they actually put us in front of people who do junior high ministry. Like that's kind of really our demographic, right? So they do events and camps around the country called Believe and, and Mix, it's a junior high ministry event and a junior high ministry camp. And we agreed that we were going to talk, they were going to be our partner and their logo's on our logo and that's kind of the deal. And in return, they would put our controlled cast off in all their emails and they would put print pieces and all the, the bags for the leaders and the people that went and it, would you know, give us some love on social media. And I mean, it was a whole agreement we had laid out and it was a really good deal for us. So we said yes to it. And, and then we've kind of just kept going. And then we actually just, uh, made a, a bigger agreement with CIY to go even deeper with them. And that was for a large sum of money, like a, a lot of money, like shockingly. And and really it would just keep doing the same thing, do the podcast and talk about it on the podcast and um and you know be at some events and meet, you know, some people that go to the events and whatnot. Um and so I really stumbled into all of it. I, I probably am missing things that other smart people are doing. You know, you know, I don't know. Like I know there's a thing called Patreon. I don't know what that is or anything like that. Um, you you can get people to give you money. Like I I know nothing about that. I I literally have just stumbled into, so like people probably are listening and be like, who is this guy? But I really, I didn't start out with the purpose of making money. I just kind of stumbled into it step by step by step. And at every opportunity, you know, you consider it and you think about it for me, I pray about it. Not everyone does that, but I do. And, and then I just decided to take that step and that step led to more steps. And now here we are. So there you go.
1: Well, there's there's a lot to talk about here because there is a lot that people can learn from this experience. Because, sure. well, one, you, you, you may have missed something. I don't know, but I can guarantee you that there are podcasters out there listening right now who are probably just punching themselves in the face because they've never had a sponsor just come up to them out of the blue and want to give them money. That's not something that Every pod, a typical podcaster experiences. Uh, we, you know, we talk to a lot of podcasters, and that's one of the struggles a lot of them have is finding a sponsor. But the thing I think that made your situation so ripe for it, and that I think other podcasters can actually learn from and do in their own way, is that you had a very defined audience. And we I talk to podcasters about this all the time. They they start their shows and they're so excited and they have a a premise that they're really attached to, but they're they're talk they're trying to talk to everybody. And by Mm -hmm. talking to everybody, you kind of end up talking to nobody. Absolutely. Yeah. So so you have this very defined audience which makes it you know, sort of a a marketing goldmine for people who are trying to reach that exact same audience, you know, what those, your audience needs and wants. And so, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense why these opportunities, um, you may feel like it was sort of a happy accident, but in actuality, I think you, you made some, you know, through your passion, you just ended up, um, doing like what a lot of people methodically set out to do.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. So when you say that, and I, I can totally see what you're saying, you know, the, the people that came to me th- weren't, I mean, weren't, they weren't in any way completely random people. Like it was a random surprise that they came to me. Right. But like the, so one of them was a co- the college I went to, for instance. Okay. They paid me a, 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 mm-hmm. a pretty good size of money to talk about the college and, you know, the whole, and I was an alumni, but they, it started because I started the podcast and and the first place I thought to go is like, okay, where where are the people that would listen to this? And I thought, oh, well, people at colleges, right. like they're Bible college students. They're studying youth ministry. And every one of those colleges have some kind of a database of students that have graduated who are now in the field. So what can I do to get that information? Because that's really what I'm after. I need, the, I need to get my stuff out there. So I put together some uh-huh. resources and I emailed people at ran, literally random colleges and said, hey, I do this podcast for junior high ministry. And I know you have a lot of students in school right now, and you have people who have graduated who are probably working in churches. I'd love to give them a, this big file full of, you know, of resources, you know, things that they would use as a youth pastor. Um, and all I would ask is that you send it to all your people. Here's the link. And just tell them that it's from the control cast podcast, and they should check it out on iTunes. And... Um, that's all that's all I would ask and so here's the email I wrote it up for you and here's the link and and if you could send this out to all the people in your database it would really be great and here's and and again I'm emphasizing here's all the free stuff I'm giving you so that it will help them and and that'll make you look good right because you're you know then maybe they'll give you alumni money or something you know I don't know um but that was my strategy going into it and from that the school reached back out to me and said hey well you know actually we want to be more involved than just sending this out like we'll send it out but we want to be more involved because like this could really be a, a good thing for us. Um, and then it just kind of it went from there. But it all started with exactly what you said. I knew what my audience was, and then I knew I wanted to grow my audience. So I looked for where are the strategic places to go in order to grow that audience. And then I went there not empty-handed and not asking for money. I went there giving them something that they could just send off. Because the very, the first point for me as I was starting this whole thing is, well, I kind of wanted to grow it. I want more people to listen, and and that's the route that I went to kind of achieve that that goal. Is used that that strategy, and then that kind of led to them saying, "Oh, hey, we'll give you some money. That sounds great." But I started the podcast and got it going before you know, any of that. And right. you know, I, I, yeah, I'm really lucky that well, happened, one. One thing
1: I admire, yeah, one thing I admire about your approach is that I think a lot of podcasters are are focused, like a lot of business owners and everybody else, are focused on trying to find their audiences online and that's not impossible and there are certainly ways to find the audience you're trying to seek online. But I think it's so much more effective if you can make a face-to-face contact and find your audience where they're hanging out offline, like you did by approaching the the college and also presenting a situation that was really hard to say no to. You were giving this like very strong, mutually beneficial relationship, and it was even you know sort of heavily weighted um, to benefiting them. And oh, yeah. and you made it easy. You know, you actually they didn't have to do any work. You wrote it out out for them. You gave them the link, all they had mm-hmm. to do is copy, paste and send to their email list. So I thought, I think that's really smart. And again, I think it's uh, something that other podcasters who have defined audiences, they can probably find a situation that is that mimics that situation where their oh, audience w- is hanging out offline, whether absolutely. it's uh, a specific conference or a clubs or schools or wherever it is that they're, whatever they're doing outside of the internet um and then make that mutually beneficial arrangement um i think that's that's really smart i love that you. you did that and we can talk about this because sure. it's it was so effective yeah, yeah i really like that so oh i wanted to go back when the, so when you got the the approach by the sponsors Sure. I'm curious. Did you set the sponsorship rate, or did they just come to you and say, "This is what we want to pay you"? How did How did you negotiate that?
0: Gosh. So again, I hope you don't roll your eyes at me when I say this, but here's, not, the, three, I promise. here's the three things to remember. Again, I didn't get into this to make a, a bunch of money, and and maybe there's people they set out their podcast and they're like, "Okay, from the very beginning, I'm going to monetize this and like it's going to be a big thing." I just didn't start off that way. So when the first time someone came to me and said, "Hey, we'll give you X for Y," th- literally the first thing I said was, I, I, th- that "We're going to have to at least double that." I mean, th- that's not that's not we're we're not close on the number if if that's if that's what what you think. So at first they came to me. It so was you had a X. number
1: in your head?
0: <clears throat> no, no, I didn't have a number in my head. I, I had a, a negotiating oh, strategy have- in my head. Yeah, the negotiating strategy was okay. whatever number they say, I'm going to say we're going to have to at least double that that was that was my strategy and and, <laughs> okay. and, and the, listen i'm not saying that this is the best business strategy at all the, you can get that from a lot of other people i'm sure i'm this is just literally what i did because my again my goal wasn't to make money and they said well why do you think that and i gave all the reasons why this is a junior high ministry podcast i really kind of talked through the values of the podcast again what you've said this is my audience this is how we go about our audience this is the structure of our shows um, these are the people we have coming up. Like there's some really good people coming up. And and I just know that, it, that the time that you're asking for is more valuable than what you're offering. But, you know, if, if you want to start by doubling it, we can, we can have a conversation. They say, well, what about, and then whatever number they threw out next, I said, you know what? I can make that work. I can make that work. Sounds good. Now that's at the very, very beginning. The very, very beginning. Um, I have a different approach now. That, you know, like the deal I just signed with CIY was is significantly larger. Um, and I had a very different strategy going into that. But those first couple ones, you know, you don't want to get hooked in with someone, you know, that you don't like. You don't want to get hooked in, j- you know, just for the money. Um, and if they want to be a part of it for X, they'll be a part of it for a little bit more. And it just gets the discussion going because I think a lot of people throw out numbers that are, that really are kind of just out of thin air. Um, not every single person, but I think I'm sure a lot of people do. So I like to, I just always have liked to let them lead the way by throwing out the first number. I counter it with double and we go from there again. That's probably the worst strategy. A lot of people are probably listening, being like, that sounds totally insane, but it worked for me. And, uh, and I I wouldn't do it differently if I had to redo it again.
1: I don't think it's insane. Uh, I think it's bold and obviously it worked for you. So with that first sponsor, <laughs> I don't mean to be dwelling on this, but I—I'm no, totally thinking fine. of what uh, my listeners might be wondering. Did they ask about your downloads?
0: Yeah, I don't. They—they uh, they absolutely did. Um, the and I gave oh, they them. Did. What, okay, oh yeah, absolutely. Wondering. They said, "How many people download it?" And I said, "You know, I, I haven't looked in a while." I know. Here's the truth: is I looked every day. I haven't looked in a while. It's about you know we're right around here, um, and I probably highballed a little bit. Um, that was the very beginning. So again, there's a difference between the very beginning and where we are now. Cause the very beginning, it was like, I, I was, it was kind of, I don't want to say creating the illusion because it wasn't that at all. Um, the, I there's, and for me as a, as a, as a Christian, like there's a, there's a character side of it too, but I don't just because mm-hmm. I'm a Christian, just because this is church stuff, doesn't mean I need to put every single card out on the table. I don't think anyone should feel like they have to put every card out on the table. Um, someone asked me, um, if I could send them all the, the metrics and stuff, and I said, no, I don't send that out that that's not something I do. I'm sorry. Um, and if that would have been the end of the conversation, it would have been partly because I just don't want that stuff floating around. Um, and I know how we were, uh, how active we were online and, and I don't think our online activity reflected our downloads at the time. Um, I knew some of the things that were coming that was going to boost that, um, now it's completely different. When I went into negotiations for like what is now the big deal, um, I printed it all out and I had graphs made that really made the downloads look great, um, and and so you know once you're really starting out, I don't feel like you should feel pressure to release all this information about your podcast. Um, I think when once you get going. Um, it's more advantageous if things are going successfully. Like that is what's going to give you the, the maneuverability to ask for more money. Um, or maybe what you're looking for is not money, it's exposure. Um, it gives you the flexibility to sure. do that. So I think, you know, later, you know, as you go, be more willing to. But at the very beginning, I wasn't.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good, another good lesson because <clears throat> I think when people are thinking about getting sponsors for their show and and we're talking about a, an independent po- a typical independent podcaster they're thinking about how these big media buyers are um figuring out their rates which is you know CPMs and that sort of thing um where when yeah. you're an independent podcaster and you're just dealing one on one with an interested sponsor and you know that that sponsor is um Interested in your particular audience, you really can craft a deal that makes sense for you. And I I understand why, particularly in the beginning, you might not want, have wanted to put a lot of emphasis on your stats at that point. One, you know, you were newer, so maybe they weren't as strong. But stats are not stagnant. So, um, but once they once you have that sponsor spot on your show, it's there for ever. So you can't. Yeah. Um, you can't tell them like maybe there was a a hundred downloads on that episode. They advertised on like the month that that episode came out. But over time that, that episode got, you know, a thousand more downloads over the next year. Um, and, and that's just a thousand more times people got to hear that ad or so. Um, and then there's not just the, the podcast audience, but then there's social media audiences and things like that that they get exposure to and your website. So I think I think you were right to to kind of approach that a little cautiously and then get more creative as as your confidence and, you know, your longevity of your show got extended. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I think
1: I think that's really, really good. Really, really interesting. So what is your life like outside of podcasting? Has your, it sounds like your life's changed a lot from after starting your podcast.
0: Um, yeah, the gosh, I wish my wife was here to hear this. I got to, I got to, I got to, have her listen to this later because this would annoy her. This kind of stuff annoys her to no end because when once she's my wife, okay? So you should never be married to someone who's impressed with you. My wife's not impressed with me, she loves me and and she's proud of me and <laughs> but she's not impressed by me. So when I started the podcast, she was like, you know, who's going to listen to this? Like, you know, come on. Like and you know, kind of giving me a hard time in a loving way, you know, the way only a wife could. And um and now, you know, we're almost a year into it, not even a year into it. We episode uh, 48 just went live recently um and we just inked a a big number deal with ciy like i said um i go to some of their events to meet people and like they'll come up and they'll meet me and talk with me and do the whole thing um i have a team of people that work with me they're awesome um uh doing the control cast stuff and they do it for free like they're volunteers who are helping doing this whole thing they um Uh, I'll go to like a youth ministry thing and people will come up and, you know, ask for, you know, advice or my phone number, like, Hey, can I get a picture? And like, you know, just weird, like not, I don't want to say it's weird. Um, but it's definitely not what I was doing before. And because put, putting a podcast out there, you're automatically saying, hey, I'm kind of an expert at this. Like, you know, I, I know. So, Even if you want to be the humble person who's like, oh, you know, I'm just figuring it out as I go along, just like all of you are out there listening. But the reality is you're doing mm-hmm. a podcast because I know something about this subject and, and I know people who know stuff and I'm going to bring them on and, and I know insights. And and so you should listen because I think there's something you can learn. I mean, they're, already you're po- putting yourself in a place of, of knowing stuff and in the youth ministry community. And this is, there is, and in church overall, there's just a, a love affair with, with celebritizing totally average people. Like the most famous youth pastor is right up there with the most famous plumber. Like other industries don't know about the people <laughs> who are influencers in these industries. They just don't know. But I'm sure there's, if I went to talk to a master plumber, I was like, who's the most famous plumber? They'd be like, oh man, you know, you should know about this guy who just, he does buildings and, and it's so complex, the plumbing he does. Um. But you know, church people overall like to kind of make celebrity out of, out of normal people. So the so that that was different. Um, and then we're we gonna start actually doing videos soon too. So then they'll be able to like really recognize what I look like, which will be really weird. But um, but yeah, it's probably changed. Oh, that changed would be that way. I, we I, Have I your had, face
1: on your sticker.
0: So yep, yep. Have the face on the sticker. That's a whole lot of fun. I, I think it's changed. <laughs> um, it's probably I've had more opportunities to go out and speak. I've had more opportunities to to do at camps or, um, you know, different you know, different things. So, you know, that stuff I'd probably say, um, it has been really, really different and fun, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'd say.
1: Well, I was going to ask you what you were looking forward to with your podcast, but it sounds like video is on the horizon. Is there anything else?
0: Yeah, videos on the horizon. Um, We're going to work on another book, me and Kurt, which will be really cool. We haven't announced that yet on our podcast, but I have no problem talking about it here, obviously. Um, Another book would be really cool. Um, Polishing up the website, starting to do resources that are tied to the book that we can give away. A lot of them we can give away for free. Um, But the, the core of it And we we had big strategy meetings talking about this. I mean, like legitimate like meetings where we had big pieces of paper stuck up on the walls. Real big strategy meetings talking about exactly the question that you just asked. You know, what is the future? What are we going to do next? Should we do more of this or more of that? Or you know, should we try and widen it up and include high school ministry, which high school ministry and junior high ministry are very different. And and all that discussion brought us back to the place of clarity. That we want to stay focused on what we're focused on, which is doing a great junior high ministry podcast for youth workers, and every anything else we do is going to help add to that. So we went back to our community Chaos nation. Um, we have a Facebook group with, with with all of them in it, and you know, anyone can join that. And asked them, hey, what what are you? We're thinking about doing videos. What do you guys want? And they uh, overwhelmingly, man, videos would be great. Man, Mondays would be awesome. Oh, if they were short, that'd be great. Um, and so we're going to start producing some some training stuff. Um, that'll go alongside with the podcast and then, and recording um, podcast clips, like extra stuff. So like I sit down with like r- some really great people and be able to say, um, we're well, wrapping up this podcast, but if you want to check out the last 15 minutes of discussion, head over to our YouTube page to check out the video or, you know, me and whoever are going to have more discussion that'll be off the podcast. So it's kind of pointing them to other places and, um, you know, and the, and that's going to be a really fun thing.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the Facebook group. We have a lot of podcasters that we talk to that have Facebook groups and it seems like a really good way to sort of corral your listeners. But I liked how you turned to them when you wanted to know... Like what did they want to hear? Like what do you yeah. want from us? And well, then they tell you, and then you can make it happen. Yeah, oh, yeah it's like 100%. the greatest uh, intel you can get.
0: We go back to them all the time for stuff. We the, our Facebook page is about us. So at, you know this is what we're doing, and this is more of what we're doing. And, and buy this, or you know whatever mm-hmm. the Facebook page. But when it comes to the Facebook group, it's all about community. Um, it's knowing them. It's, mm-hmm. it's them throwing out questions, being active, answering them. Um, but more importantly, it's when. You're trying to make decisions about stuff, um, instead of just saying, "Oh, well, they're since they like the podcast, they'll just like this too." Going back to them and saying, "Hey, well, well would you like this? Like, do you do you think this would be useful or, or valuable?" You know, we'll we'll go back to them and ask them about um, ideas for for shows, upcoming shows. Which I mean, that's not like cutting edge, you know. Go to them and be like, "What do you think we should talk about? What are some topics that matter to you?" Um, you know, it, it's been the Facebook community has been a whole lot of fun, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's all about your audience. So it's all about super the audience. smart. That's why we call it podcasting smarter around here. Absolutely, very um, smart. All right. So if you could give, so let's let's talk to the brand new podcaster out there. Sure. And if you could give that new podcaster's getting excited about their podcast one piece of advice from your experience, what would it be?
0: Yeah, the no one no one knows the vision you're gonna have for what you want to do better than you do. So know what it is and stick with it. I, I had the opportunity early on to be part of a of a network of other youth ministry podcasts, and. um and there are a lot of people saying that I should do it. Youth ministry community is to a certain degree is, is somewhat small. Um, you know, There's a lot of youth pastors out there, but the community of people who are producing content or writing often or, you know, books or podcast stuff, it's pretty, believe it or not, it's pretty small. And a lot of it is, is actually really in Southern California. There's a, a lot of the people who are most influential in youth ministry. I'm um, in Southern California, oddly enough, um, or, you know, kind of the surrounding areas of Southern California, LA County and, and whatnot. Um, And so I had the opportunity to be in a podcast network with a bunch of other youth ministry podcasts. And, and at first I was like, man, I was like, I totally want to do it. You know, tell me more about it. And what they were saying was not what I wanted. Like, oh, well, you know, we'll take control of hosting your podcast. And automatically I'm like, well, no, I like hosting my own podcast. Like I don't, I don't want to do it. And you know, we'll, we'll put in pre-recorded advertisements for people who are sponsors of the podcast network. And I'm like, I hate pre recorded audio. Like, I, I like doing my own like promos. Like, I don't like getting audio clips from people and putting in my podcast. That sounds terrible. And, um, and I was like, well, what about like my own pot, like sponsors? If I want to have my own sponsors, oh, no, we don't do that. Like, we'll, you know, all that filters through us. And I'm like, well, I don't want it to filter through you. Like, this, this just isn't a fit for me. I don't want to do it. And there are a lot of people who are like, I can't believe you didn't do it. Like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. Um, but I'm happy I didn't do it because they, I hear from some of those, People in, those podcasts, in that podcast network a lot who have no control over their stuff, who signed over ownership of everything to the podcast network. So if they decided, hey, I don't, I don't want to be in this network anymore, they wouldn't be able to take the content with them. It's all owned by this person. And they're not getting paid money to do it. They're just in it. For like, like giggles and fun, like w- w- you know, which is totally mm-hmm. again a totally a fine church thing. Like you know, we're all in it together, like brotherhood. You know, fun. Um, but that's not what I, what I wanted. I, I I thought I could make a big deal, and you know, like I said, I just you know agreed to a, a great deal with CIY, um and I do all my own stuff. And yeah, it's probably a little bit more work. But I'm way happier and I'm able to stick to what I believe is the vision I have for the podcast. So for the young podcaster out there, not every opportunity is the right opportunity for you. Don't feel bad saying no. I I see this with young leaders all the time. And I'm sure it's the same with young podcasters. They feel like the opportunity in front of them may be their last opportunity ever. Um, That's not true. Or they think, oh, if I say no to this person, they're just so influential in the space. If I say no to them, I'll never have another option. No, there are other people who are more influential, like maybe a different kind of influence. But there are other people that you know that you don't feel like your back is against the wall because it's not. Because we, we live in a capitalistic society that people's backs aren't against the wall. Like you can you can monetize anything you want. You can if you're willing to find someone who's going to pay for it, like you know, then it's worth that. And so don't feel like you are out of options or your back's against the wall. Just because someone wants something, you know, don't feel that way. Don't say yes to something you don't want to do.
1: I think, yeah, once again, that's great advice. Uh, if there's one thing that I've seen happen over and over and over again, uh, myself, uh, you, other podcasters I've talked to is that um, podcasting opens doors that you might not expect. You know, they it uh, attracts opportunities that you don't necessarily um you wouldn't have necessarily predicted. So oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree with you. You don't have to take every opportunity, accept every invitation, mm-hmm. uh, be true to your show, be true to your audience and use that as sort of your guiding light and you'll be fine. Um, okay, so to wrap up, I just have my last couple of fun questions. Sure. Sure. I'm not sure if you saw these, but um, if there was a podcast out there about your life, Justin Herman, yeah. Youth Minister, what would it be called?
0: Oh my gosh! What would it be called? It would it would be called, um, it, it would be called uh the the it, w- it would it would be <laughs> gosh what would it be called? That's such a great idea! Now I want to start a podcast about my life. Um, it, it would be called um life by accident is what it would be called. Like the the life by life chance by something. accident yeah it's life by accident that's a that's a good one life by accident that's what I would call it. 'Cause all these things in my life, like, like I feel like it I totally just it. happened by accident. Like it totally is just like, how did that happen? Like, I don't know. Like I just had a conversation with a guy and then it turned it into a thing. Like I, I feel like so many parts of my life, like the milestone parts of my life, I could look back at and say, like, how did that happen? Like, I don't know. It just there was a conversation that kind of just took off and then like now my whole life is different because of it. Like the, the yeah, yeah. The, life by accident. That's a good one. I gotta buy the the URL okay, for that I after like the conversation.
1: You should. All right. So and the final question is, this is your your chance to be the ultimate podcast producer. If there was a um, if you could choose anybody living or dead or resurrected uh, to have a podcast, who would it be?
0: Well, I want Jesus to have a podcast, of course, yeah. Je- Jesus.
1: I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, you knew I was going to say that because <laughs> we were already talking about the
0: church thing. All right, so can I – Can I, I, I don't want to give that answer because I think that's the obvious Christian answer. So like, let's put that answer aside. It is very obvious. Okay, I don't so, think
1: anyone's ever said that one before.
0: Really? No one's ever said that one? Well, I think his podcast would be pretty in- interesting. Um, the, if I was to no, pick absolutely. someone else, um, I, I would want to pick um, – oh, man – I'd be, I'm really into history lately. I've been really into history. So like, maybe this is like, yours asking me at this time and my answer would be different a year from now, but I'm really into history and with like World War II stuff and the, like general patent, you know, and the whole thing of World War II, I'd be interested to listen to him talking about it from his point of view. And, um, you know, maybe, you know, some of the, so like, this is. Gosh, if you cut if you cut this and only use this segment, you're going to get me in a lot of trouble. But the I've been, I read a book about uh, that was written from some German soldiers who were Nazis who they were in the Nazi Party, um, but they were just in it because they they just didn't have any they felt like they didn't have any other options. They they weren't into what was happening. They weren't supportive of what was they, everyone was doing. But they felt like they had no other options and they just had to be in it or else they were going to lose their lives. And I can totally empathize with that. I absolutely can empathize with that, and I think a podcast from the points of view of people caught in war, who are on while on their side of the the their group, they are themselves not happy there. Like they just feel like they are there because they're forced to be there uh, out of necessity for the safety of their family or the the, the where they're living. Like it was just all they don't know how to get out um like there there are people who defect from north korea all the time like i would love to listen to a podcast about like that like living under like hey i'm living under this and i'm miserable i don't know how to get out but like i gotta kind of play the role until i figure out my way out um like a, a podcast of people from that point of view would be wildly interesting and i would listen to every episode
1: yeah, I think I would too. As those are good good suggestions. So there you Justin, go. it was so nice talking to you. I I really loved our conversation because you brought out some unique ways to spread the word about your podcast. So I think your experience with spreading the word of your ministry served your podcast really well. Thank um you. and I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. There are a lot of lessons to be had in our conversation. I'm actually, I'm actually taking notes too as we're talking. So I'm really looking forward to translating that into the show notes. Um and where can people find you?
0: Yeah. Uh you can go over to um we can well you can go to Instagram, go to at Hey Justin Herman or at Hey Controlled Chaos Podcast. Um or you can um you can you know send me an email Justin Herman at controlled chaos fun and you can you know include that stuff in the show notes and get a hold of me and I would love to talk anytime about podcasting. I talk to people who are thinking about starting a podcast. Really it's been more frequent than than I'd ever thought it would be. But every youth pastor is trying to start a podcast <laughs> now. So like they you know in the youth ministry community. But I mean there's a lot of people out there trying to start podcasts. So I'm always down to have a conversation about it. I think it's fun.
1: Yeah, it is fun. Well, thanks again for coming on Podcasting Smarter. Um, and hopefully I'll have you on again someday.
0: Anytime. Anytime I would come on this. I love because I love talking about this stuff because it's totally different than ministry, and I'm learning it as I go. And but I think I've done like I think I've I've cracked some nuts on stuff like just by like trial and error and, and just doing stuff. And, and so oh, I find yeah. it to be fun. I'll come on anytime. I would love to.
1: Sounds good. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for
0: joining us for Podcasting Smarter. You can check our show notes at podcast.podbean.com for links and details. Please like our podcast, leave your comments, and help us spread the word to other podcasters so we can bring you more great episodes with podcasting tips and inspiration from fellow podcasters. If you want to connect with other podcasters or get interviewed on this podcast, please join our Podcasting Smarter Facebook group. We look forward to welcoming you to the community. Happy podcasting!